I thought there was supposed to be a 20-minute delay. How can this be in real time? Our only currency is time. It's how we spend it, how we invest it. We're seeing that our planet is dying and we need to find somewhere else to go to very quickly so that we can find another rock to live on. In the room, 52 Jokers Wild. Just, just your camera's got the record red. That's on red dot. Yeah, that's, I have red dot have here. Red dot. I have red dot there. I have red dot on me back on my top of my nose. <laughs> I have a red spot that's here, a red spot there. <laughs> Actually, red spots on art usually means it's sold. Oh, no, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's it. normally it's gone. You can't have that. It. It's gone. It's, no, it's, it's out of your out of your hands at this particular point in time. So now your price range. Now Ooh. you can't have it. The one of a kind, unique, sold. I want one of them where you can have one that looks like it, but you can't have the same one. Yeah. And actually, and I said actually again, I shouldn't have done that. It needs to be one that's trimmed out. Leave it there, leave, leave it there. there. No, there. there's no going back. There's we gotta stick in the actuaries, we got to stick in the I cannot believe. Like, and in my opinion, in my opinions, there's interesting. Another, that's an interesting But we've got red dots on us now because we're we're not that we're sold, but we are outside of people's price range. We're des definitely getting to that point where we need to make sure that people see that we're not the uh, the juniors of the of, of the situation. We're actually the seniors, not the old seniors, not the old people, but the ones basically. The showrunners is the is is one of the uh, pieces of dialogue that we've been using more recently. That we're we're setting the pace of things. We're looking at the holistic view of the, our venture. We may be looking at small component parts, but we're trying to work make sure that we're using metric and not imperial because I'm sure the imperialists will go back to that sort of way of working. But we're using metric, European way of thinking of things. Kilometres and not miles. That's where we're going. We're going to go for many, many kilometres and use many, many euros to see our journey come to the end because we're, we're European and not the other Hold lot. on a second. <laughs> no, 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 no. I will take Copex yen. I will take any Bitcoin, Ethereum. It's money Actually, some money is worth more money. and I can't, Well, it depends how quick you get that Bitcoin. It could be worth four times the amount or half by the oh. time you get access to it. Or nothing if you forget the key. But the big thing here is money is money. Money talks. Yep. It's it's what's the value of money and whether we do we. It's not that we don't want it or we only accept euros. We're translating into euros our price. If our price is 30 grand as something in euros then it's a little less in sterling unless we price in that regional market 30 grand sterling then we're saying if we translate back to euros it could be worth worth 33 but if it's dollars it could be 28 but the thing is that's why the world has not got one currency that's what the journey of the etrums and the and the bitcoins is if you can move to one currency then you remove the exchange rates there's exchange risk everyone on the planet can talk the one price and know the 30 of something they're talking about is their currency it doesn't translate and lose a little bit on commission going back or forward. Now, it suits us. It actually suits us to localize our markets because we will hopefully, well, I, I'm going to use the, the terminology of we, are, we, we know we're going to roll out. It's a matter of when, not if. And when we do, it's which market in which order. And if we're in Ireland one minute and Northern Ireland a second in the UK for the sterling and, and, and in the Poland for, I don't even know what the I know there's a mixed currency in Poland where they have euros, but they've also got their, their equivalent Polish currency. And 
Well, where are the price? The price is, it's quoted in euros so we can understand for our group company that everywhere we go, this is what we make in euros. But we will translate back and forth into local currency. But the world will, we, we hope, wouldn't it be great to be quoting in Bitcoin? Or even for those further afield on Mars, if they want to like, you know, attend like uh, at some of our courses. But I don't know whether it's on the internet. It won't be the internet, the universal net, whatever it's going to be called from Mars. I'm sure Elon Musk can arrange that connection in real enough time that they can attend the courses too. VRAR, God knows what. But what's the local currency? I'm not too sure what the local currency on Mars will be, but I know the euro equivalent will still be 30k. Back to you, George. <laughs> well, it's actually fascinating because um, I've been watching a, a show on Netflix over the last few days called Alice, and it's a time travel thing. Each episode is about an hour long, maybe a little bit more. It's like almost like a feature episode. But but we were talking there about different currencies and, and different flavors of things and different ways of looking at things. And one of the great things about Netflix and the way that television can be now be consumed is that as opposed to me being English, just being completely bottled into British television or you just watching RTE, we now have a global television. So we can now watch... Our favorite genres, mine sci-fi, so is Garvin's. And we can see how the rest of the world explores those same ideas. And what's really fascinating is that when you start to look at it, the basic concept of a story is the same, whether you're in China, North Korea, Russia, Poland, England, or Northern Ireland, or Southern Ireland. The same concepts in that story structure are there. And I think that that's an important thing, no matter how you want to pay for it. And and. and very interesting thing that pops up as you were talking about the the trip to Mars because I was I was I was remembering the Martian and it seemed to take twenty minutes before the message could get through from Mars to Earth and with the recent sort of uh, little rover that's on Mars they seem to have almost instantaneous feedback from the Mars. Uh, the, the, the little that's rover. because it's in the Californian desert again. Yeah, well, that's, that's what I was because you look at some of the because they showed some images <laughs> uh, on. TV recently or YouTube and the rover was looking around and it looked like our same solar system well obviously it is our same system but it didn't seem as though it's too out of out of phase and I was kind of going we can see the landscape there and we can see the sky and the camera's moving around now the exposure you would have thought if it's long would have actually created each star with a slight tail to it didn't do that it seemed to be more instantaneous like 25 frames a second so it does make you oh, think no, something hold on you know? a second See, there's sound and there's light and there's waves. And we're back to yeah. earlier shows and we're going, what are we seeing? We're seeing light waves. And if we're seeing light waves that might have sound wrapped around it, it's traveling at near the speed of light, if not the speed of light, back to us, which is now close to instantaneous, depending on the couple yeah. of seconds in question. Yeah. How far... Mars is not a light year away. It's X speed away. So therefore, how long is it to transmit? I don't know the Martian well, you were talking about. Yeah. They were. They, was the continuity editor in the Martian allowed for the actual speed based on current technology of transmission from that planet to here? Had it got a 20 minute delay or is it five or is it one? What if you knew the maths? Yeah. What should the delay be well, that, if you're transmitting imagery light waves? Well, I think I think that's uh, let's have a look now. What's the delay? Uh, 
in communication. You're going off to do while George goes off and Google's yeah, it and in a live in a live show what the speed of transmission from Mars to Earth is based on the Martian and continuity sort within it. Can is Elon Musk's show on Mars in real time? Give us a little bit of conspiracy theory that it's a desert somewhere on this planet as opposed to some other if we're getting instantaneous feedback. And if it's not 20 minutes delayed, then we have a problem. And the problem is we don't believe you anymore. Yeah, well, now he's found yeah, something. He's it, gonna, says, give me a it says here <laughs> that, uh, and it's Mars1.com, it seems to be, all communication between Mars and Earth goes through satellites. Because of the distance, there is a substantial delay as communication signals travel at the speed of light. This means that it can take... Ah, I guess right. That's great. Right. It can take between three and 22 minutes for the information to reach the other end. So a phone call is not practical. Now, I know... But now we're happy with a continuity in the Martian. Yes. That's okay. Now we're happy <laughs> that it may not be Nevada desert. It might be the red, the red sands of Mars. But, so therefore, they are building in the believability factor based on just the delay of from the show at the new Martian. Yeah. I don't know. Is there? There's no one there. No, it's no. it's it's a self-driven vehicle. So the AI Martian on Mars has it has. It's not a time delay. It's he 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 or she or it right. is working in real time. But you know we're twenty but minutes the, off the, the mark the, here. The thing is, if you remember when the landing occurred. Now I'm not trying to cause conspiracies. He says <laughs> causing a conspiracy. But the thing is, <laughs> what was interesting. Is that when they had the they had the um, the module that dropped ascent uh, uh, module uh, it went down, and then it lowered down the the rover on its on the, those cables that came down, and then it released them and then it flew off. One of the things that one of the girls was saying in the control room was, "We have a heartbeat. It's beating away. It's done this, and this is all in real time." And we're sitting there going. I thought there was supposed to be a 20-minute delay. How can this be in real time? But it's a 20-minute delay in real time because what they, those people at, at Mount yeah. Knievel, I was going to say Evil Knievel there, or whatever, wherever it was, I don't even know the name of the particular launch pad, but the whole thing here is, is if you're on a constant 20-minute delay, you're not really on a delay, you're in your own real time. It's like, sir, people are on African time, like American time. If they've traveled to this side of the planet from the other side of the planet, their body clock hasn't realigned. So body clock-wise, they're all in a room and they're always in that 20-minute distance apart. Well, actually, they probably went from one minute apart based on how many days into lunch they are to a 20 minute difference of delay but they're working in real time delay so that is interesting in a sense of their real time is they've a heartbeat but technically speaking that 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 other side could be 20 minutes dead before they find oh, yeah. out because all the stars in the night sky are the last of the light we will ever see from a dying star it's already dead we just don't know yet or maybe we're already dead we just don't know yet and we're and that's where we are we're working in real time our lifetime and we're working in 
many currencies, but the currency of one is our time, our lifetime. That's the currency we should be working in. And it's real time. It's not future time. Even though we can spend a little bit of it every now and again, we can plan for it. But we've already consumed the past. We're working in the currency of today. Your time, one currency, transfer. It can, it can be executed everywhere and anywhere on the planet in only real time. Now, when we started off this conversation, the words that we spoke at the very beginning of this conversation would only be halfway to Mars at this point. They'd be halfway, but they would be at that midway point, that point of no return. They've got to carry on going <laughs> and getting there. And the terrible thing here is at the moment, George, and it'll have the same amount of customers there as it has here. Absolutely. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> Currently. Depends. We have to market those Martians. <laughs> but uh, just to clarify. Well, we don't know. We don't I've know. seen an, a good bunch of little jokes on the, on the old internet where they show... The Martians, and they have a TV or a picture of sand dunes and things in front of the rover camera and hiding <laughs> yes. the big city behind. You're, they're, they're going, let's, let's have a laugh with these earthlings Absolutely. now. We'll keep them in the, we'll keep them, like, keep them the mystery going, you know. Well, they, we'll just stick the camera photograph on the stick, a bit of sticky tape on a little bit of a hanger in front of them without the rover camera and all it'll ever see everywhere it goes is this bunch of sand, you know. I, I think what they actually did was they got these, VR goggles set, you know, the Oculus set, and they actually stuck it on the camera so that no matter where it looked, it went with it. It kind of it looked as though it was looking up. I don't know if you've looked at this. There's a there's an app you can get for your phone that looks at the sky at night, and you move it around, and it'll point to what's ever in the sky until you get the moon or whatever. And even if your house is in the no, way, you I'm can being look very, at it. We're thinking sticky tape and masking tape. We're actually, you know, technically speaking, they've already hacked the feed. Yeah. They're already putting whatever that's, they want in there. They're, 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 actually, they probably took the, the rover, mar like, you know, lander up, and they have it hanging in midair. Its it's wheels are going. They've got it on one of those little sets. <laughs> it thinks it's going up and down mountains. And they're just, they have it on it's a video game. One. And they're sending out good, good, good information back to the, the audience on Earth that it's okay to come here. And they're all sitting up there with their big cook, cook cauldrons going food will be here takeaway will be here soon in, in in our timeline it might be 10 years or actually i think elon musk was saying i was questioned there lately and they were saying how soon do you think we'll be going he's going 18 months two years you know he's well, already okay. planning yeah. there's none of this 10 year wait list anything he's got rockets exploding left right and center he says they expect them to blow up on and when on comeback he has the reusable the relaunchable they're at a fraction of the cost they're he's he's going to do the 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 Ryanair, Michael O'Leary yeah. of, of space travel. Yeah. You're going to be going sooner than you think at half the price of what you think. And you're you're packing your bags already. There's people growing up today, that's what they say, that could be holding on Mars. And wouldn't that, no, I don't know what sort of holiday <laughs> that is, you know, if it's COVID friendly or otherwise, but it should have its own little bubble based on leaving here and going there. It might not be that they're going on holiday. It might be that they're just emigrating permanently to go there because of what's going to happen here. You know, although what was interesting is some of the reports that are coming back or what they've been saying is that, um, Life on Mars was very similar to life on Earth up until a certain period of time. And there have been news reports going out in the last few weeks that says that all the air on Earth will actually soon be gone now, not in our lifetime, in several lifetimes. But basically, once that happens, then the Earth will look more like Mars. 
but it's a circular thing. It basically happens every so often. So there's no 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 air on Earth, and then all of a sudden it comes back again. And that could be something that happens on Mars. And maybe they realise that at now any moment just, now it's all going to bubble it. out again. They'll have water and everything, and that's where they need to be. <laughs> the strange thing is, we're back to film yeah. and pop culture. Actually, double pop culture: "Life on Mars." David Bowie, no better man, and a great song at that. "Life on Mars." I think they played it. That that that, that yes. astronaut, I think, played it while circling the Earth. You'll remember his name in a minute. Not only that, it's a it's a nice detective series set on going back and forward. I think into the seventies, yep. like uh, of a detective series, Life on Mars. Another one of my favorites. I think it has a like a newer edition and an older edition. So. There from nowhere, we're talking Elon Musk woman, a David Bowie in next, and then a detective time traveling series. What better trifecto of sci fi time travel pop culture do you want? Life on Mars. And, and, and I think it's a winner across all three headings. I was just trying, is it Tim Peake you're thinking about the astronaut, or is it uh, Michael Collins, who was the astronaut left up in space while. No, neither of them. Neither of them. I, that's, not the, that's not that guy. Is the guy that came to Trinity there this year, or, la or whatever year, a couple of years ago. He was, he, he, he rotated around the planet, and I think he, if he wasn't singing the song Life on Mars, he was certainly playing. Oh, it. is that the Canadian astronaut? Yes, Canadian astronaut. Now got, now yeah. I don't know if he's Canadian. He's American. He's Canadian. He's something. And when he over, he flew over Ireland, and I think he even made a TV commercial. And it might be PG Tips or Lions Tea. It, may, it might be one of Chris those Hadf or something. Chris like Hadfield. That. It might just be electricity. Was it Chris Hadfield? That's the there one. There you go. Yeah, because I think that's the one. I think Connor, who lives in Canada, he was talking about him as well. So it's quite interesting. Isn't it great to have the internet here while we're actually talking away? We can find out these facts and sort of talk about it. You know. <laughs> well, I know I have useless piece of inf pieces of information in my brain. David Bowie, Life on Mars. Yeah. I couldn't remember Chris. I couldn't remember his name. I knew he's an astronaut. <laughs> I knew there was something up with Life on Mars and the fact. The song was playing, perhaps, and indeed, I think the team tune the team, to Life on Mars might have even been Life on Mars. And what better? And actually, if anyone jumps into this conversation, they're going, they've stopped saying actually. Now they're using three words, Life on Mars, and repeating it every 15 Absolutely. seconds. Life on Mars. But uh, it's go look up all the above. They're great. Sing the, listen to the song, watch the show. Even look up the memorabilia of you know the space station you know going by and what music was on. It's it, they're all good pieces. Now the unfortunate thing is that there is a there's a little Martian surfing circumnavigating the Earth at the moment, and his windscreen wipers are going like that to get rid of all the all the space debris that's actually hitting him, and he's singing "Life on Earth." <laughs> instead of life on Mars because <laughs> he's kind of he's got his little, good, he's got his little guitar there with his little suckers there kind of someone out there has a sense of humour <laughs> that'll enjoy that one yeah sir I don't know who they are Absolutely. where they are but little I was going to say little amuses the mental that's what everyone tells me and I'm usually walking down I said walking down the hall giggling to myself and no one else gets it but who cares you can just see it's David Bowie in heaven it, going, that's all that matters oh for goodness sake George you know, what are you talking about he could have doubled up every planet in the, in the solar system he could have had a song for I think he probably did you know but it's well we could end up it, talking it, about it, David it, Attenborough no. now because he he did the he did the show Life on Earth didn't he I think that, that was the show that he actually did and got um, it was one of his sort of uh, blue planet type things that he was looking at trying to we've got to save the earth and all that kind of stuff so 
at least or leave or leave it. The, I, <laughs> the fact that so many people are designing space rockets to get off of this planet and and get away from it is is quite worrying. You know, for those of us that well, maybe we need to start making rockets. Well, we said that a couple of times. We I have an itchy neck there, an itchy neck. I'm scratching. I go, I'm going to give myself <laughs> a rash. He's getting nervous now because of this. He's beginning to this panic planet. about the That's whole it. thing. Should we get but, off Earth? <laughs> we we were talking about the facts before, and we may have mentioned in another show. Oh, oh, when the just before you go, just before you go on the planet, what we started to say at the very beginning has now reached Mars. <laughs> very ah, excellent, excellent. But Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, I believe, have both of their space programs, and when the rich are leaving, yep. something's up. If they're trying to get off the planet, leave that money behind. We said it before. Follow the money. Follow the money. Because that's what you're meant to do when you're going, get. So we got to start trying to figure a way to get out of here. Now, we've seen many a film, that many a sci fi film that they're coming here, I think numbers might have been one of them, to save the Noah's Arks of the world. It's what can they save this planet and bring it somewhere else and reseed? And because you have to get that exodus. And we mentioned in the or Apocalypse Now types um, show that we had that. When we have these extinction level events, you know, that, that the day after tomorrow is or, or that type of thing. We're saying, are there people out there beyond the doomsday preppers that are just going to take a hole and stick their head in it, actually trying to leave the planet? There, there are these plans, uh, mass plans for seeding and moving and saving the best DNA and bringing it elsewhere and, 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 and getting it off site. Like the Gene Roddenberry's of the world, they might have shot their, their their ashes into space or some of them. But what you want to be shooting into space is your DNA, not the burnt remains thereof. And then, because we know from cloning, we can clone a couple of dinosaurs. We could have cloned Gene Roddenberry. We could have brought him back. So we could have grow, grown him in a test tube. Did he not know? Why did he get himself you know, I don't know if he actually got himself fully uh, combusted and spontaneously combusted and put in the jar, shot into space. Did he keep any? Have we got any Gene Roddenberry DNA le- left? Can we clone him and go full steroid Star Trek? Well, it's interesting. You're talking about the um, the the transformation of uh, Mars to be a, an inhab- inhabitable sort of planet and and actually in our popular culture we've we've had things like red planet which was around about 2000 in which they they'd they'd sent stuff up to try and repopulate mars with sort of vegetable growth and and make sure there was air up there and the whole thing seemed to be going wrong and um, so they were sending out a team out there to go and test out to find what what was happening and of course it it wasn't going quite wrong as they thought it was but you also had a rival film that was going out i think called mission to mars which was the same kind of story about trying to live on mars uh again it's around about 2000 that one went out so you had these same sort of stories for the last 20 years about trying to get us up to mars in in popular culture as far as um what is it? Uh, um, War of the Worlds, which came out around about 1898. So that's actually 100 years prior to that. There have been talk about Martians watching us and watching every movement and then plotting their plans to come and actually invade our planet because their planet was dying. But what the stories are now is that we're seeing that our planet is dying and we need to find somewhere else to go to very quickly so that we can find another rock to live on because before we actually destroy this one. I mean, one of the one of the conversations I'm having with someone recently was that uh, they were talking about how 
the seas are so full of plastic at the moment that everything, every living creature in the sea is actually is contaminated with plastics, you know, the little particles of plastic. And then more recently, I think over the weekend, I was hearing something that uh, was indicating that we as human beings are actually consuming plastic particles on a fairly regular basis. Now, somebody else said that we might be doing what the elephant, the um, not the elephant, but the bear does in the forest, and it passes through us anyway. Uh, but in other ways, we don't know how far these particles are actually going into our body and causing us all kinds of problems. When you consider what's happening to the whales and, the, and the, what's happening to the whale skin before they go and beach themselves, there's a good possibility the reason why they're beaching themselves is they're in so much agony because of the pollution that's in the sea that the only way that they can cope is to commit suicide, which is not what we're encouraging anything to do. But you're seeing the planet is, is gradually decaying in some form or fashion. In fact, my garden is decaying. <laughs> we're seeing our fences rotted away. There's this green algae that you would have seen in that film, uh, <laughs> you know, The Red Planets. On the we got to bring you place. back from the yeah. edge, George. You're killing yeah, the planet. Look, we're all, all dying. Green, we're getting out of here. here. Everything, you know. Well, that's what the sci-fi Whales is. Whales are committing suicide oh, around. Dear, you know, yeah, I go, yeah, no. oh, no, pull this back. Pull well, it back the great thing the about the story is... There's life on gets, Mars. Yeah, well, this is it. There's got to be. <laughs> the great thing about it is in storytelling, that things have to get harder and harder and harder until you get to the end where everything gets resolved. So hopefully we'll be able to resolve all these issues before we reach the 35-minute stage of this particular episode. Well, there you go. we got to pull it back in. We went off on popular culture. We've got done the foreign exchange, the Bitcoin investing. We've gone to Mars and back. We've left the planet we're trying to get a way out of here we want that we want to basically not coach or mentor but maybe act as a as a as a sounding board to suicidal whales and in the meantime you know what's the business take on all of this it's back to that our only currency is time it's how we spend it how we invest it you know we're on our business journey at the same time as our own personal journeys of you know we coach each other we mentor each other we want to coach and mentor the world the future filmmakers of tomorrow the children of today the you know the, the martians and any other other alien race that wants to pay a visit or look in depending on the speed of light and the transmission waves of when and when when and where they will be the audience or customer so we're back to what are we talking about what are we going to do about it what can we influence and we're going to set up our academy it has its price it's somewhere in the future it's getting closer we we're, we're reaching out to our our, our our practitioners our mentors our industry peers you know, the world at large, our audience and, and potential customers. Audience and consumers in one way and customers in others. But it's, it's all of the above. And we want it to be meaningful. We want it to be of value. And we're still turning up. And what reminds me back at the beginning of this show is this show must go on. It must go on air. It must go on air and on video and be transmitted for someone to receive and act and and act on it or and just enjoy it so we've touched on that terminology before the show must go on the show man and the show men and the show women and the show anything else it's all good go do the show put on your show put on your dancing suits that's what we say dress up every single day invest that time and energy in yourself in the life performance life on mars life on earth as long as you're living there's life and use it 
And I don't know if we're 35 minutes or not, so I'm going to give George back a few minutes <laughs> no, just in case. No, 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 we're not. No, I'm just waiting for that signal to actually sort of come back. But one of the things that I found interesting was all of a sudden I had a vision of, uh, uh, what is it now? Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, where the whales You're suddenly appeared oh. in the sky. The it whale in the air falls I was down. basically starting to think about, oh, this is wonderful. What's this all about? And didn't know what the ending was going to be. Whereas the plant had seen it before and said, oh, no, not again. <laughs> so, but it's just that that picture came back in and it was actually quite quite interesting. But they actually had a spaceship that could take them to any planet, even if this one did actually get destroyed, in, as it did in The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And we're all looking for our copies of The Hitchhiker's Guide. I can't see mine anymore. Don't I can't it. remember the name of the ship. <laughs> I should remember oh, the no. name of the ship. But I mean, you'll probably Google it while no, I'm no, talking. I, no, yeah. I'm not Google. I'll stay away from Google. My, my, my little uh, grandson is always going, Google, tell us a joke. So it's it, quite often it does, and sometimes it doesn't. What are we doing, John? You've done it again. You've brought back in the Hitchhiker's Guide. To the it's a hitch forget hitchhiking. We're, it's back to we're trying to get off the planet. We're trying to... We're, the, the Elon and, and his good friend Jeff are, are, are trying to do the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, except they're going, they can't wait for the truck to come along or the actual spacecraft to come along. They've got to self-build. So therefore, that's the lesson. If you want something, you're going to have to build it yourself, do it yourself. In the absence of someone giving it to you, you can't expect others to provide. Now, if you're buying, they might do. It has to be available so you can actually get access. We're, we are in our startup journey because we realize if, if, what we, if we want something in particular, we're going to have to build it. If we can't expect someone else to give it to us. You know, the show must go on and we're back to showrunners. We're going to have to put the show on. And if we're putting the show on, somebody has to pay before somebody pays. We're going to have to come up with that bit too. And that was the whole holistic, the machine. And we realized that have the show go on, it was like the showman, the great showman. He has to get all the entertainers. He has to create the show. He has to build the fucking shed to put it in. And I think it ended up in a tent afterwards. He had to get all the parts before he even had the right to get a piece of paper to advertise the fact that existed and was available. So if the show must go on, become the showrunner, be able to run the show, design it, finance it, build it, and know what all the parts look like. What's the show? What's your show? What must go on? You tell us. And would you go? Would you turn up? Would you pay? It's not any show at any cost. It's the show that must go on is the one that people want to go on and are willing to pay for. And again, we and you're willing to invest in, and we are willing to invest in becoming the showrunners and we will put that show on and the show must go on and it's coming to a cinema near you soon what i think is is fascinating about this whole process that we're setting up is everybody will be living in the moment it's all about the moment it's all about the now it's all about what's going to happen now and how can we do it effectively and how can we make sure that the actors know what they have to do now regardless of who the actors may actually be, whether it's the camera crew or whether it's the actual performers themselves. And I think that's going to be the great part of it because once you stop, we've gone back a few episodes, if you like, because we talked about the Chitter Chatter Box and about sort of getting too lost in the future or, or stuck in the past. Our thing is really going to be putting people in the present where they, where they get to solve things there now. They don't have to worry about what happens tomorrow. 
They don't even have to worry about what's going to happen in an hour's time. What they have to do is concentrate on the now and solve that situation, that little problem that's occurred. How do we get this shot in the can or on a digital version of a can in their camera so that they can actually make a film later on? And they don't have to worry about that part. They just have to make sure that they get that shot. And whatever's in that shot has to fit with the next little bit as well. So that's what we have to, to get done. So it's all about shots. No, I'm ho I don't know if... That, no, I'm hearing the word can. I'm uh, sitting in a tin can. And I think that might Digital be some version. of the lyrics from Life on yeah, Mars. Yeah, probably is. It no, is, it might it be is. space. Sitting in a tin it, can. It, it is, yeah. The little module flying right. around. No, I don't know. I don't it's know. Mike, it's Michael Collins it. going around the moon uh, 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 around about <laughs> 1969. Being, sitting there kind of going, <laughs> flipping it. Buzzer's got it. And what's his name's got it? The other character. <laughs> and they're, they're getting to, to, to leave footprints on the moon. And I'm stuck up here just playing David Bowie songs <laughs> unless unless it's that other guy that you no, mentioned <laughs> we want the evidence not sitting in a tin can but as i said some of those individuals can be actors or tesbians and the like and they can be acting back in time forward in time spaceman sci-fi you know we don't know but the time will still be consumed in that moment but it can be pretty much packaged and can travel at the speed of light and be 20 minutes out of phase and be delivered to Mars. I know life on Earth can be delivered to Mar life on Mars at a later date. And what it'll be is something in a tin can that was caught on a day and basically captured for tomorrow. And that's what we are. We're traveling in time already. The show is on. It travels in time. It, we, you know, it, we're, we're, this is part of it. The journey. It's, it's already out in space it's someone there out there could be watching and they're only so many light years away and these waves are shooting out in all directions you know just like the universe is expanding it's going to hit something sometime soon in the relative time of the universe there will be an audience we don't know his name we don't know where he is we don't even know what species you know but you know will they be entertained well that yet we, it remains to be seen but we're looking forward to let them letting us know admittedly we'll be in another pop box in another tin can maybe cloned maybe the dna sequence maybe gene roddenberry off into space but this is the step one of that process it's capture it capture it now put it into light waves and set it off to the universe and see if you don't find yourself a nice little audience or a or customer of one that wants a little bit more. So in this episode, we have been focusing on Bitcoin and various other currencies that you might find on Earth and occasionally on Mars. <laughs> we have been pinging Mars to see whether or not we can get an echo sound coming back, like a heartbeat or something like that. And we have another six minutes before we'll find the out that part. And you may miss it because we're going to be finishing before we get to that point. We then have been talking about tin cans and whales flying up in the air, wondering what's going on around them, and hopefully singing some songs from David Bowie. Well, we haven't quite got to that part yet. That comes in the six minutes before the ping comes back at the other end. And then we've ended up talking about the now and our course that we are going to be running in the future now at some point where everything is happening in the now, in the present. And I know that quite a few times we ended up having a little conversation where I know Garvin was trying to end this show about three or four times, and I stopped him from doing that <laughs> three or four times. Anyway, I think this is the time that we've come to the end. So I'm going to say goodbye, and bye for now, and bye from... 
Coffin. <laughs> Him. There is life on Mars. Oh, there will be life on Mars yet. It might just be one of our shows. One of our films that we're going to put in a tin can. No, I don't know what them. What is? Do we even use tin cans anymore? I think it's an SD card. But that's the. <laughs> the I'm thinking of 1920s cinema. There was a tin can. There was some sort of tape. We're going to stick to that because we're we're time travelers at the best of time. So our virtual video equivalent of the day, tin can in space. David Bowie, watch. Sorry, eat your heart out. We'll find you on Mars soon enough. Take care. Bye. Oh, there's the ping come back. Do what it says on the tin. Follow and share.